Alright folks, how you doing? Welcome back to the True Results 303 podcast. Once again, I just want to thank you for spending your time with me. Once again, I am your host, Russell. I know your time is very valuable and I hope that listening to these podcasts are helping you on your journey of self-mastery. So once again, don't forget to check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, YouTube, True Results 303, that is T-R-U, Results 303, no E on that, true. Of course, subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, let me know how I'm doing, let others know what you think of this podcast, especially if you're on iTunes, that will help greatly. And if you need to contact me through email, it is T-R-U, Results 303 at yahoo or at gmail.com so today i'm going to be talking about getting to know yourself do you really know yourself because i think a lot of us think we do but unfortunately we don't at all a majority of the time so i'm going to start kind of in general and then i'm going to go male female and then once i go male female i think it's going to better help us understand how the way we live our lives impact our children and impact uh, the next generation. And hopefully if we can take control now, we will be able to le- you know, be able to lead the next generation and be a good example for the next generation. Even if you're not a father or a mother like myself, you know, there are still children within our own family, within our church communities, within whatever communities we've created around ourselves that we can have a great impact on. So first of all, knowing yourself, and like I said before, I don't think you know yourself at all. You know what I mean? In my opinion, you do not know yourself because whenever we do anything, right? Pretend you're trying to lose weight because this is mind, body, spirit, fitness. So if you are trying to lose weight, let's say you lose the weight, then all of a sudden, You're amazed that you lost the weight. Like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I did that. Well, right there, you don't know yourself. We are capable of anything that we put our mind to. You are capable of anything you put your mind to. And just the fact that you are surprised that you were able to even accomplish something should let you know right there that you have no clue who you are and what you're capable of. And unfortunately, I think as life goes on, in the years past, there might be times where we realize that we are in the wrong job and, and we're just unhappy. And that's, I think itself, that I think that right there is a good example of how we don't know ourselves. We are capable of anything. So just because we are capable of something, we jump into that profession, that career, um, just because we think we're good at it. But unfortunately, we just spent too much time possibly in the wrong area of our life which has led us down a path that unfortunately God didn't have planned for us. Now hopefully we'll be able to get back on track and back to the plan that God has for us because remember once we are on that correct path that's when we can truly change the world and and make that difference that we were put on this earth to make. So food for thought right there and I hope that helps you greatly if the rest of this itself doesn't. 
Next, I'm going to go with the men, right? We, unfortunately, have been brainwashed, and it could be due to ourselves, on what a man is. And, unfortunately, what a man is is someone who is uh, superior, we'll say, you know, because superior, inferior. That's, unfortunately, the lie we've been fed of male and female, superior and inferior. Remember, uh, guys and girls, that we are complementary. Right? Nobody is superior, nobody is inferior. We are complementary. I've heard it said best, you know, if an alien species came down and just saw a man, they wouldn't understand our species until you get a woman next to them. Then you could see exactly that these two people were meant for each other and, and how they fit together kind of in that puzzle piece. Um, that's of course just visually, uh, but once we once we get to know the personalities of men versus women, you understand uh, the complementary and how we complement each other. So, man, unfortunately, we are brainwashed. We think superiority is possibly being able to beat you up. I can drink more than you. I can do more drugs than you. Right? In some way, shape, or form, I am manlier than you. Right in in those type of um, signs of aggression, I guess I could say we see that as masculinity, and unfortunately, that is not, and that has led us down a dark road of not only disrespecting ourselves and our own bodies, but disrespecting um, those around us. And once again, I think once we understand that that's not what a real man is, and if you follow me, social media, Facebook, Twitter, you will understand that, of course, I, I come from the spiritual Catholic Christian background. So, you know, for us, the ultimate example was God himself, uh, God made flesh, Jesus, right? So I think we've got to understand it's okay to be emotional. We we aren't very emotional Creatures, right? Especially from a young age, uh, you start crying, and your dad, men don't cry, shut up. Men don't cry, shut up. You know, so you suppress those emotional feelings right away. Versus, you know, when men are children, you know, children, males are very emotional, or at least not afraid to share their emotions, whether it is cry, uh, say I love you, right? Versus as we get older, we don't say I love you. When we're younger, we'll say I love you, you know, all the time. So, um, I think we've got to understand that. So, Jesus cried, right? Jesus was a, um, what was the word I was looking for? He was an aggressive man as well when he saw fit. But we've got to understand that God's aggression is always for the greater good, right? Because we don't understand um, the concept of why there's so much evil in the world, but it's like they say you don't, you can't see the big picture, right? You don't understand that. Uh, I made a video, a YouTube video about you know your life's not as bad. This person could have went through one thing. This other person could have went through another thing. Like one, you know, could have had their uh, father die, right? And then the the other one. They could have, let's see, um, someone has their father die, and then the other one uh, ends up having a miscarriage. You know, I don't know if that's the word I wanted. I don't know if that's the example I wanted to use. Um, 
But, you know, I think we've just got to understand that people experience things different. And that can be kind of a downfall. Then we fall into that, you know, relativism. What's right for me isn't right for you. What's, you know, what's good for me isn't good for you type thing. Or my truth is my truth, which is a, a false concept. But we've got to understand that emotionally people can be affected similarly in different situations. Okay, and I got way off topic there because that wasn't going where I was. Uh, I got off topic there. I apologize. Um, so now I got to remember where I was at with the men. Um, where was I? So I know I was talking about children and crying. Oh, Jesus and his anger, right? So when he went, he saw them desecrating the temple. He flipped the tables and this and that. So we just got to know that it's okay to be emotional at times. Um, it's okay to show that aggressiveness at times. It's okay to cry. It's okay, you know, we are the protector, the provider, but, you know, uh, when we are struggling, our woman needs to be strong enough to lift us up, right? So I, I saw something great on Facebook the other day, you know, it's like when my man, you know, it shows the picture and it's like the man with the S on his chest and he's pulling his shirt out and... And the woman's standing behind him and it's something like, you know, I'm there for my man when he's on top of the world. And then when he's down, then she's like, well, I got his back. And then she's pulling off her shirt and she's got the S on her chest. You know, like it's my duty to step up now. Um, so we, we got to compliment each other. And I think, you know, if you find that right relationship, there is that symmetry and that and, and you compliment each other well. Now, for women, this is a whole new thing as well. Now we've been fed this concept of um, the feminist movement, right? And unfortunately, it, I think it has hurt women. Uh, I understand the concept of you want equal pay. And some of the stats I've heard is women usually do get equal pay. Uh, the difference is, is they have maternity leave. They don't work as much overtime because they would rather be with their family. And this is where... Men, you know, we've been, like I said, brainwashed because we'd rather be at work. We think bringing home more money is going to prove you love your family more when in reality it comes down to it. You know, you presence is better than presence. You know what I mean? Um, being there is always going to be better than any material gift. And that's something that we as men need to understand. Um, so... You know, yes, women, we understand that you want to, uh, you know, you want whatever these uh, certain rights or acknowledgments might be, um, which is great. But I think you've got to be able to embrace the beauty of being feminine, being a female, right? You have such great gifts, like you can give birth. We can't, you know, we can never do that. It's, we can just, you know... Uh, just give you our seed and then from there you know you kind of take control and and even though we want to help it doesn't matter we are unable to and of course us not being able to emotionally express ourselves does not help the situation because now that you've got all these hormones flowing um to us, it might just seem as craziness, but since we are unable to express ourselves emotionally, we can't be there to help you how we should. So once again, it's embrace that. Embrace 
the ability to have a child. Don't suppress it with contraception, right? That's one of these things like the, the feminist movement is you don't need to have a child, you don't need a man. And of course you don't need a man, but you need that other half, which is a man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unfortunately, you do need a man as much as a man needs a woman. And if we want to lie to ourselves about it, then we can lie to ourselves about it, but that doesn't change the fact that man was made for woman, woman was made for man. Okay? And like I said, in my opinion, the feminist movement is more of this, if you can't beat them, join them. Right? A man wants to sleep around, we're going to sleep around. A man wants to objectify us, we're going to objectify them, or we're going to objectify ourselves, just like they objectify themselves. So, I think it's unfortunately, you know, women, I have a video, women, the pinnacle of creation, right? You are the last thing created by God, right? When we get down into uh, the Adam and Eve story, right? You are the last thing. You were made from us, if you go off of the, the biblical story, from us, for us, but you, but we for you as well. So, you are the pinnacle of creation, right? Nothing was, it wasn't perfect until you came into the world. When you, the female, was created, everything was finally perfect, right? You were the missing link. And that's why I think if they can get to you uh, with this feminist movement type stuff, um, you know, if they can corrupt the female, then unfortunately we are down, we go downhill from that. So why is this, you know, you, you probably think, like, what's so bad about contraception? Well, I think we've got to understand that women nowadays are having a lot more difficulties in, in conceiving and having a child. And I have a feeling that this is uh, a great cause, one of the great causes of this, and possibly of birth defects. So we've got to understand that, uh, right, if you're on birth control, you are putting a poison into your body, pretty much, right? It's illegal for a man to take a steroid to get bigger and buffer, but it's okay for a woman to take her hormone, which is estrogen, to prevent pregnancy, right? So now we've got to understand you are now introducing estrogen into your body, and if introducing testosterone and a steroid into a man's body creates, has a side effect of bigger muscles, more aggression, Right, more aggression, and then unfortunately, uh, I think it's uh, testicular cancer and things like this. You, as a woman, have got to understand it might create a more emotional woman and the unfortunate situation of cancer. So, you know, ovarian cancer and things like that. So, I challenge you next time you get your pill. That's, I think, that's why now they would rather shoot you up with the, you know, the two year thing whatever that is considered, or like the ovaring or uvaring, whatever they call it, because then you don't get any of the literature. Do you read the literature? Look on the warning labels on those. You know. Um, now we're going to go with the, all right, so you're not taking that, you're just using a condom. What? A, now we've got to understand about the spermicide, right? This is a poison specifically designed to kill sperm. So now all of a sudden, you are engaging in intercourse, you're using condoms, this spermicide is in your body, now, I don't know if your body can mimic it kind of like a vaccine and create antibodies. I haven't read that much into it. But you've got to understand now that when you actually try to conceive, whether it's been one year, two years, three years, your body has seen and has learned to recognize sperm as a 
bad thing as something that needs to be killed. Now all of a sudden you are trying to get pregnant and you cannot. Why? Because for one, two, three years your body has seen sperm as uh, something that is attacking you and needs to be killed. So we've got to understand that that is harming you. Right? So now, what if you do get pregnant? Right? So now this, what if you do? You know? But what if these antibodies or whatever toxins are stored up in the body, it attacks the fertilized egg, now it's coming out with a defect. Whether it's Down syndrome, whatever. You know, I don't know what it could be. Um, but I think we've got to, to look into that and understand that this could be something that is causing these issues. And once again, women, just remember, you are beautiful. And I understand there are women that say, you know, big is beautiful. And that's fine. I agree. I, you know, I like uh, a, a woman with meat on her bones as well. You know, we don't want to date a twig. Some do. I'm not that type. But, you know, you've got to understand that, you know, if you are comfortable in your skin, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. I applaud you, no matter what your size is. But it's like I've said before, we've got to understand that even a fit person or a skinny person, you know those people that are naturally skinny, um, they can be sick as well. You know, that's where they say being fat or overweight can be a beneficial thing because that's at least a warning sign that you could possibly be sick because you don't just get fat for no reason. You know, um, so if a person's just skinny all the time, they will never know if they are actually sick or not because they're skinny. So to them, they just feel, you know, oh, I'm fine, I'm skinny, whatever. My weight's under control. So you might in, you might like being a bigger woman, but you've got to understand if the other signs, cholesterol, blood pressure, all these other things, are pointing towards illness, then you need to lose the weight but i understand if you if you enjoy it and and the way you feel about yourself and, and that's great you know um, but just a warning there so once again you know women i just want you to remember if we're going biblically here you know the world was not perfect until you were created you are the key you are the pinnacle of creation you are the most important factor Okay, I want you to know that. Um, but once again, like I said, I think if we can get these things under control, unfortunately, I think this feminist movement has pushed women in that direction of, you know, uh, of, of aggression. And unfortunately, that's just not the natural characteristics of, uh, of a female, of, the, of, a femin of a feminine being, right? You are more loving and caring and emotional, which is all good because that's what we as men are not. So I think if we are able to control all of these things and understand ourselves better and the way God has made us, then our children are going to benefit greatly. They're not going to be coming from broken homes like I myself was. It was just my mother and I growing when I grew up, you know, I am from that broken home. So I understand this concept. This right there as well, unfortunately, forces these women to take on that masculine 
and kind of aggressive role, which can be another reason why the women lose their femininity because they themselves have to play both roles. And it's just not fair. And then men can just go off and just be and act stupid. You know? So it is unfair. But that's why we men as well need to get these things under control. We need to value intellect. We need to value emotional time with you. We need to um, value time with our children. We need to understand being strong and muscular is okay, but it's not the end-all, be-all. Um, same thing with women. You've got to embrace your femininity, the way God has made you, your emotions, your lovingness, your caring, your, your tenderness. You need to embrace that, but also understand that it's okay to have that uh, masculine-type trait of, of standing up for what you believe in and things like that, and that's okay. So, like I said, then, then we'll be able to get these children off on the right path. We will have less broken homes. We will have less, you know, I guess one thing I've heard listening to a lot of the discussions I have was, you know, it's just unfortunate when children come from, you know, two brothers or even a brother and sister. And unfortunately, one of the fathers is not around because they have two separate fathers. And this is an unfortunate thing because it can really mentally, mentally confuse the children, especially the one whose father's not around. So, you know, I think we just need to understand that we need to take uh, more control of ourselves, understand ourselves. And this is going to be a lot of quiet time and a lot of soul searching. And I know a lot of people don't want to do that. We're in a fast-paced society right now. But, like I said, I once, once we are able to understand these things, I think, I think uh, things will be good. You know, we're in this concept now of it's me, me, me. Uh, what's right for me is wrong for you. And this is kind of that child thing. Uh, I mentioned this in, the, in one of the videos, and it was, uh, you know... I can't remember what the video was named. I might have changed it. But it's that same thing of that concept of the secret, right? Like your God. You can, um, your God, and you can create your lifestyle. If you man, you can manifest it all. And if we're going off of the Christian aspect, we've got to understand that God gave his only begotten son, right? And they say the worst thing that could happen is for a mother to lose a child. And like I said before, Unfortunately, with this con these contraceptions, I think it's the, the reason for these miscarriages. So you are losing the child. You are becoming God because you are having to deal with the most frustrating and, and horrifying experience of losing a child. Whether it be, um, unfortunately, now through abortion and we're understanding the difficulties that women are having and families are having after these procedures are performed or the miscarriages or the the inability to even conceive a child all because of these misconceptions we've had of what a man is or what a, a real woman is and unfortunately you know walking these wrong paths in life 
have consequences. You know, that's what I always said. It's I've, I've mentioned this before as well. You know, I had about 10 good years of crazy partying. And I said, unfortunately, you know, the unfortunate thing is now I'm on this healthy lifestyle and this self-mastery journey. This was in my free my video about free will. And I said, you know, unfortunately, I have free will. You know, my father died of cancer at 55. But you know what? That's what happens when you do a lot of drinking, you smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, plus you chew tobacco, and you do a lot of other drugs. There's consequences to your actions. And unfortunately, I don't think that we look far enough ahead in the future to understand the consequences that are going to take place because of the choices we've made. So I think this is why we need to ensure that we overcome our faults and our struggles and our sin and our addictions now. Because, you know, if I have a buddy that I work with and he likes to smoke weed and, you know, he's trying to find a girlfriend. And one time I finally asked him, I was like, you know, do you do you want your girlfriend to smoke? He's like, yeah. And I was like, well, if you ever have a child, would you stop? He's like, well, probably, or I'd at least try to slow down a lot, younger guy. You know, he just turned 25. And I was like, so why do you want a girl that smokes? You know what I mean? Whether it's cigarettes, marijuana, you're drinking, you know, if you're that addicted to these substances, are you going to be able to quit for nine months while pregnant? Do you want this addiction to have taken over your life to where now you are trying to conceive a child and you are unable to stop? Whether it's man or woman. You know what I mean? You've got to understand if, if your body is polluted with toxins from drinking and partying and smoking and now you're having a child, you know, you are your seed and this egg come together. This seed and this egg already have these poisons and these toxins in them. What makes you think, you know, that this the child that comes out isn't going to have ADHD, Down syndrome, some form of learning disability, right? Your body's already struggling just to survive to, to carry you around right to transport your soul your spirit around it's having difficulties so I think we need to you know I think we need to take a look at our choices and what we are doing as men and women uh, in our lives I think we've got to understand that life is a gift this is a gift right now fortunately we are mistreating this gift and I think that's why the world is where it is right now we don't see it as a gift. We see it as a privilege. You know, I was listening to uh, um, a Catholic therapist and he said, you want to know how you can tell how your children perceive the things and the luxuries that you give them in life? Take it away from them. Take their cell phone away from them. How do they act? Do they kick and they scream and they yell and they shout? Well, to them, that wasn't a luxury. Now, we all know a cell phone cable. These things are luxuries. We forget that it's it's a luxury and not a necessity. And once we start treating a luxury like a necessity, we lose the big picture. And I think that's unfortunately why we are struggling right now 
in today's world as male and female, as husband and wife, as father, daughter, mother, son, as nephew, uncle, as humans. This is why we struggle. We don't understand the gift we've been given. We see it as, um, you know, it's just, it's just there, right? And unfortunately, in doing that, we rob even the next child from being able to experience this gift, from many souls of being able to experience this gift. I heard it said once, the reason why, so the reason why we have the fallen angels, right, is because God told the devil that he had to worship man. The devil didn't want to do that. Lucifer didn't want to do that. So he, he skipped out, right? He didn't want to do that. Why should I have to worship that? I've been here before him, right? And then I've also heard the same thing of angels are jealous of us. Like, right, God knows all. God knows all, experiences all. Then there's the angels, the spiritual realm. And then there's us. In the physical world, the material world. So we will always, you know, once we pass, we can we can experience the spiritual world right now through meditation and prayer and these things. But we also experience this material world. The angel can't experience the material world. So when we pass away and, and we go into the afterlife, we are going to be superior. We will have more knowledge than these angels. And these other spirits out there because they will have never been able to experience what we have. But anyways, I'm off on a tangent there. Once again, thank you for tuning in. I hope this helped you greatly in some way, shape, or form. I hope it, if not, it can help someone that you know. So once again, just please refer them to this podcast, True Results 303, T-R-U, no E. Results 303. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, uh, YouTube for fitness videos, exercise videos, nutritional videos, spiritual videos, everything along those lines. Don't forget you can also email me at any time, trueresults303 at yahoo or at gmail.com. Once again, no E on that true. And I want to thank you for tuning in. And stay tuned for the next episode.